1: Welcome back for another OG show live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Reel Down.
2: Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for New. Hi boys and girls, welcome to once again
3: Bass
1: Kack Bears uh, Brother. This is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatine.
4: Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur,
2: your host. Welcome back to the Mighty Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Suze
3: here with Adventures of Outdoor
5: Woman Podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast.
1: We're brought to you by
4: the final class classed the final cast that <laughs> gone it man Brad, i'm starting doing?
3: off the shows from now on you suck
4: i know dude it's because i screwed up one <laughs> word just just fire me yeah, i'm done whatever now nah. nah, how you doing man good you <clears throat> not too bad it's work starting to slow down so i get to sit there for eight hours and do nothing which is terrible but that it is, what awful. is yeah man i just I, I i can't stomach sitting and doing nothing when I could like just leave work early and go fish,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, going back to the uh, show we had last week where I talked about LYN Florida Carbon. Yeah. I respooled everything with Red Label and I fished with it and caught two fish, uh, two big catfish on on the Red Label, and the line didn't snap.
4: I oh, like, oh, surprise! Yes. Surprise! <laughs> I know, no, man, I bet so, I bet you're just happy to be able to go out on a float and not have to retie.
3: Yeah, it, it was it was nice. It was, I didn't have any issues at all. So, don't buy line, guys. That stuff is crappy.
4: It's the big old popo. But uh, there was something I wanted to talk about before we started this episode, and I cannot remember it oh man i hate when that happens because it was something juicy and i can't remember
3: did you have it like did you just think about it like a few minutes ago
4: i thought about it when i before the show started and i went up to go to the potty i thought about it and i was like dude i need to say something about it and i forgot so maybe it'll come back to me or maybe i'll never think about it again
3: Well, that sucks. I'm kind of interested to see what it was.
4: Yeah, I don't, I can't remember what it was. That's going to bug me. (laughs) Crap. That's going to bug the crap out of me now. The whole show. Everyone, if you you watch on YouTube and you just see me, I'm just thinking. I'm trying to remember what it is, but whatever. Um, Was it a fishing related? It was fishing related. It was fishing product related. I can't remember what it was. So, well, poo poo. If it comes
3: um, up, just blurt it out in the middle of us talking.
4: I will. Like it's like I've never been shy of just interrupting everyone, so I don't really care.
3: Um, just yell it. And be like, oh, yep, that's it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh definitely, I for sure will. Um I don't know. Do you have anything before we start?
3: No, I'm ready to get into it because it's gonna be a fun topic, I think.
4: Yeah, I think, especially with us three, because most of the summer we've all watched each other fail trying to do this so because this year's just not been the year for tops but uh last year wasn't either so i know so on this episode everyone we're talking about topwater baits and utilizing what we believe are the best that we've got uh uh, success out of for smallmouth bass on our rivers and lakes and all that fun stuff and we bring back justin marshall
6: (laughs) (laughs) What's guys, up, don't dude? I
5: come on the show as my spirit animal. Do you? Heck no. I, I was going to say
3: that the other day. I was thinking that the other day. Somebody's like, what's your spirit animal? I was like, probably small <laughs> mouth. I
5: don't know. I wish it was a small mouth. <clears throat>
3: That's a sweet hat, though. So you guys listen to the podcast. Go to YouTube. Go to the four minute mark. Watch Justin. Tur- do it. Do a side thing and shake the tail yeah <laughs> he has a hat on that it has a fish on it, so it's pretty sweet.
5: I found it in my grandpa's uh barn when I was cleaning it out. I remember when I was little, I used to play with this hat. I forget where he got it at, probably just a local tackle shop or something and uh once I saw it again in his barn I had to had to bring it home so this thing's like at least twenty five years old.
3: You need to wear that on the river
5: I do yeah I need to fix the tail tails a little it's coming off. I need to put some more adhesive on it
4: but it's definitely a sweet rally cap. I need to. I need to find one now. You guys talk so much yourself. Good luck searching. <laughs> now. I've never seen anything else
5: like this. Just type in fish hat. If you find one, send me the link. Oh, uh,
6: okay.
4: Google Images.
6: Yeah.
3: Um. So yeah, we're gonna talk top water. Uh. Well. Pe- people know who you are, Justin. Let's let's do this real quick. Give us three things nobody knows about you that follow you on Instagram.
5: Uh, three things nobody knows about me? Geez.
3: I know I put you on the spot, but it makes it more fun that way.
5: <clears throat> um, they might know that on the side, I also do collect video games. Um, I've been doing that since I was about 17 years old, and I have a one of the rooms. We have a three-bedroom house that we're in right now, and one of the rooms is from – floor-to-ceiling video games
6: holy crap
5: so i i hit yard sales and stuff um whenever i'm not fishing or if i just want to switch it up a little bit so i don't get burnt out i'll hit some yard sales and i specifically look for video games
4: what is Uh, your rarest piece
5: video games are crazy right now but I have I have several games that are in the four or five hundred dollar range. Jeez. They're always they're always fluctuating, and it's just a bad time to be a collector if you're you're just now getting into it. But um, I mean, there's some there's new stuff for the Switch because I'm an active collector for the Switch. I love the Switch; it's, it's so fun. I, I, there's games for I that. that there's games for that that have actually reached the four hundred dollar mark, like certain collector's editions. Jeez. So it's really hard to tell. It's hard. Really, the the, the market huh. doesn't really make sense right now. How how things are kind of jumping up and, and whatnot. But I got a couple of Switch games that are like four hundred dollars.
4: That's pretty. Dope. I have
5: e- I have Eastbound for the SNES. That's over over two hundred dollars right now. But I, I don't I don't do it to cool. turn around and flip stuff. I, I do because I want to I want to be surrounded by this stuff and i just want to go into my little lair and play rpgs and play through games and, and that's just kind of what i do outside of fishing fishing comes first video games come second and then they kind of flip-flop when it gets colder out i'll be playing more video games then i'll be fishing but i'll still be going fishing like i don't know 10 to 15 times throughout the winter time so but it's mainly on weekends because it gets yeah. so dark outside
6: well so yeah, there's that
5: um two other things I grew up in Riverside, Ohio. I know that's not a very exciting one, but Riverside. <laughs> and I went to private school for all 12 years of my life until college.
3: Huh. Interesting.
5: Yep, first grade until up through high school. All All Catholic all right. private.
4: That that makes more sense why uh, when we first met. We had some of the times we had. <laughs> that's also a private school person. You guys yeah, more than I did. Well, <laughs> well, you guys were private
3: school people, but you're way different than I was.
4: It's
3: not like yeah. I was homeschooled
4: school or anything. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, that's, yeah, you're not. Or sheltered. I'll give you that. I will say, since you brought up video games, uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, how like the only arguments that I ever get in is when Stacy gets mad at me for buying stuff. Yeah. So while I was at Disney, Right before I bought a lightsaber and uh, the Mandalorian helmet behind me. Uh, so I got the invitation and bought a PS5. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't a huge fan of that. Oh, yeah. I'm putting that, that on my
5: Christmas list.
4: Yeah, dude. I've uh, The only way that I can find it is you have to do the Sony invitation crap. Mm-hmm. So I finally got it and I lucked out and had decent internet at or Wi-Fi at uh, Disney, which was dope, uh, at a restaurant. And I've been th- rushing, not rushing through, taking my time playing Jurassic World or... Not Jurassic World. Um, I think it is Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic World two. They got a new game which, out. Yeah, it's the second one, and it's it's basically a sim game where you build a park and all that. stuff. I love that crap. Dude, I've sunk so many hours in that already. It's yeah, I like uh, RPGs, and then I like turn based strategy,
5: tactical RPGs where you take turns moving moving on a board, trying to defeat enemies and stuff. Right now, I'm playing. I know
4: you you strategy. like Triangle Strategy, good game. Oh, I just finished play- playing it. Uh uh they're remaking Kotor. You see that for all the next gen stuff? I didn't see that now. It's a full remaster of Kotor. Knights of the old Republic for all the people out there. Uh, which is a turn based it's it's not where you're on a board, but it's a free world turn based game that's all based in Star Wars. They're remaking that. It's gonna be dope. Because that was like one of the best you RPGs I've Wars, ever played. Man. Yeah, I, I never Star Wars.
5: It, I never got into that one, but It sounds pretty sweet. Like you You, put a lot of
4: hours into it over the winter time. Oh yeah. That you can get lost in the universe.
3: (laughs) Infamous rabbit hole.
4: Oh yeah. (laughs) See, we go down these rabbit holes. We should just change the name from the final cast to the final rabbit hole
3: (laughs) or rabbit hole fishing.
4: Rabbit hole you hole. break it up a little up. bit, right? There's only so much you can talk about with certain topics. Yeah, you're not wrong. Now, but- this is a topic with top water. I think we can really dive into and break it down a little bit. So, start us off, Brad.
3: Where do you guys want to start at? I mean, so the earliest in the year I've gotten top water is usually like mid-April, but the last couple years it just hasn't been good because water clarity, you know, I don't know. So. This year, let, I yeah, just let, haven't.
5: I haven't used top water, but maybe two or three days out of the entire year so far. Yeah, I, I have haven't not, really been throwing. I've them. been catching them on other stuff. So I figured I'll, I'll wait until it's like prime time, or I see people online saying I caught all these on top water and they're monsters. Then maybe I'll go out there and put the put the popper on or something, and and use that the majority of the day. But I have not used topwater as much as I have in the past. I'm not regretting it either, but I know I'm going to be getting it out here soon.
4: Yeah. Do you want to know the only topwater fish I've caught this year? I've caught six. They were all in February, and they were from the bank at spring. I don't even think I have six fish. Really? The ones that I have were all dinks. Dude, I went out there, and I had just bought one of the lures we'll talk about. Just bought uh, this colorway in the the pop max and I let's was, start I with get...
3: poppers man let's talk about that one
4: okay so i'll just start with this this right off the bat so this is m- one of my favorite poppers this and the rico just the ricos are on the truck right now but the uh megabass pop max popper it's a little bit bigger bodied um gets you a little bit more sp- like splash um but yeah, I just bought it, went to Field and Stream. I think I was coming back from Dove, not Dove hunting, Duck hunting. You no, know, it's February, so it wasn't even hunting. I think I was going there and I was buying something for hunting related because I needed it during the season. I didn't have it, but whatever. So I stopped and I was throwing, I was dragging the jig around, which was stupid because you can't really do any type of bottom fishing at that little pond. And I had it on. I was like, well, I just want to see the action. I was throwing it and man, it just got hammered six times in a like six casts, six fish. And That's I was crazy. like, this is insane. Uh, and that's the only top that's only because I haven't been throwing it the rest of the year, the other than a wake bait, I've been throwing a wake bait a little bit, but that's subsurface, like it's top water, but it's not. I don't know, we'll get into that, but yeah. uh, but yeah, that was the pop popper story.
3: What so. uh, Pop X, you said Mega Bass Pop X,
4: Mega Bass Pop, uh, pop Max. Pop um, they have a Pop X. Um, this is the half ounce Pop Max, and this is in the ba- baby bass colorway which I'll be the first to admit, I bought that the colorway. I did. Yeah, that's, I, that's one of the only ones that they carry. It is, yeah. Um, I'll be the first one to admit, for everyone out there, this is my own personal professional opinion, the, the color of the baby bass on the sides mean absolutely nothing. Uh, it just looks really cool. But I like, I like a white bottom popper. Um, white or black all these ones that have like different colors and I don't think it matters Um.
0: knives machetes saws and shears multi-tools shovels swords axes spears hatchets and tomahawks if it cuts snips slices or chops Midway USA has it find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top of the line hunting knives We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to midwayusa.com.
4: And then I just like feather trebles on the belly. If of, anything, it's and the belly that matters. Yep, it's the belly. That's all. Like you can buy. I've got a yeah, box fair. full of frogs that are 87 different colors, and half of them are white belly, half of them are black belly, and they all That's do it. the same thing. So stick to the textbook, right?
5: Just yeah. like the plus in colors, doubt. black and blue, green pumpkin, watermelon, maybe with a little bit of red in it, and yep. white.
0: Pretty much all you say.
4: I think that a crawl color pattern, this has nothing to do with top water, but whatever. I think a crawl color pattern is is a play. I'm a fan of it. Like a red with a little bit of black or something. I like it. Interesting. Yeah.
3: So the, the pop max, like how do you compare it to the Rico for example? Like I know uh, all three of us has used the Rico, so we can talk about it.
4: Yeah, so really, really close. Do you have a Rico? Yeah, that's like one of the yeah. I, bone, I love baby. I love a Rico bone. It's tied on right now. Um
3: That's
4: the one compare. I used to. They're about. I mean, they're not super different. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a popper, right? So you're not going to get as long as it's chugging water. That's what you wanted to do. Now, I think the Pop Max, the Rico, I feel like they have. You can get them in a really good cadence, and they don't want to scoop or dive. Like you can yeah. keep them continuously popping. Some that you'll find will have a really pronounced lower lip because they're they're really wanting to spit that water. But sometimes if you start popping that too fast, it'll want to like grab it and dive, which completely ruins the cadence. The Rico's are really good because if Justin, if you can show that to the camera closer, the top of that is more pronounced and the bottom is more, it's just more concave. So it really yep. grabs that water and and the it brings it off the concaveness and spits it out. So you're getting a lot more disturbance. So this fish narrow down on where it's at.
3: Well I was also going to say with the Rico, you, you really don't have to do much with your rod. I mean you can barely twitch it and it just splash is water.
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's a super, not a whole lot of, uh,
6: <laughs>
4: I'd have laughed. You hooked yourself. Then I actually like did me. before I did that. I actually <laughs> did.
3: Matt did that the other day. Ooh, that's a good I one. I
4: did. Oh yeah. yeah.
5: There you go. A little blood a, for the, for the show. It's a battle scar. Keep my man card.
3: <laughs> all right, so so uh, Rico, what do you what do you think about it, Justin? Uh,
5: this is I'm pretty new to the popper game altogether. I really have I not too. used them a lot, uh, if at all, uh, before last year. Hmm. Even last year, I didn't use it very much, but I enjoy using it. It kind of slows you down a little bit. It's a change of pace, and after you've got a couple fish in the boat and you're satisfied. It's fun to go to those things that you've never gone to before. You're more willing to do so. Yeah. Um, it does, it keeps good balance. It does, uh, it's got a little bit of a rattle in it. It does, it sounds good. It does sound really good. Um, I like how, how it does it side to side. I can't really compare it to anything else because I haven't used anything else very much. So I can't really um, say if this is worth the $25 that you're going to pay for it or. I guess if you use anything enough, it's going to be worth whatever you pay for it. Yeah. However, you've also found lures like this on the river and given them to me. I was about and to say, this, that's the one I gave you. Yeah, this... Uh, I, I think some, that was a Sh-
3: Sh- Strike King? What is that one?
5: It says on the bottom, it's Berkeley Bullet Pop 70.
6: I knew it's it was a bullet. Some...
5: It's a Bullet Pop. Bullet Pop 70. It's a really good looking lure. It's all black. <clears throat> it does have a nice cup in the front. um, That's what you want. And I put... It rattles, and I also put some nice... um, I think they are Berkeley... They're also Berkeley size 2 treble hooks on it, and I think this is going to also do work. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger than the, than the, the Rico. Slightly bigger, and it might even be a little bit heavier. But that's okay, as long as it try not to get too caught up in the the technology of certain baits. Yeah. Not too, not too much caught up. Uh, I feel like it's just going to add something that's going to be a mine crap for me when I'm on the water. Yeah. Um, Because we're going to talk about another top water that I've had for some time and I've caught 18s on it and and I don't have, I don't have much on this popper yet. I feel like this has more of a particular time of the year, more of a, a niche setting,
3: I was going to say, seems like the fall time is the best time to use them.
5: Whereas we've used the other ones even in the summertime and yeah, fish have come up and, and killed them. Yeah.
4: I will definitely say, I think the popper is a fall bait that I think that February thing was a fluke. Like, I don't think that's going to happen again. If I try next year, I only have major success, whether I'm here, whether down South's a little different. Cause if you can get fish schooling on top, like on a bait ball or something, you can throw a popper in there and get them to hit it. But you could throw a piece of hot dog in there and they'll hit it, or a piece of celery. It don't matter. Like they'll hit everything. They're they're fired up. Um, but I think a popper, especially on the river for smallmouth, is you're looking at fall falls when they really start to hone in on that top water bite, you start getting fat, start getting way more aggressive than smallmouth already are aggressive yep. out the gate. Um, so yeah,
3: there was a one one trip I took down the Great Miami with Ryan Doll, and it was. It was early May and the water was 62 degrees and he, he used that popper all day long and he kept getting smashed one after another. So I might have to force days. myself
5: to use it like that. I'm gonna to have to tie this thing on, and I'm actually kind of looking forward to it because it's a good size. Yeah, it's, it's not too bulky. I like more of the finesse stuff, and I throw this. I throw this with a seven foot medium spinning gear, and it's perfect, man. It just glides off. Sets so nicely in the water,
6: mm-hmm.
5: and then that tip—you just walk it from side to side. I feel like it, uh, something is going to happen with this bait. Either I'm going to get my final game piece for the smaller games board. Something exciting is going to happen with this because I, I don't have really that—I don't have any memories for with uh, poppers. So, <laughs> the
3: very uh, first I time I ha- ever—the the very first time I ever threw the popper—I was floating with Ryan Daw again a couple years ago down south and i threw it right into this like calm section deep water and uh not a 19 hit it and i set the hook so hard with it he was like dude don't do that i was like I've never <laughs> we were used just talking before <laughs> just right? let him we, we
4: were just talking about that yeah uh set yeah i don't have on. anything memorable on the river yet with poppers uh got some stuff down south but it's never really my go-to topwater bait Mostly because, kind of like what you said, Justin, you have to, you don't have to, but you slow down a little bit and you really can pick apart a hole with it, which is nice. But at the, I mean, I'm, I, sometimes I'm so impatient, which with jigs on the river this year, I, I had to go out and I brought two rods with me that day and I had a jig tied really on. Job. And I, I, I know, I know, <laughs> I had two rods, I had a jig tied on and I had a, uh, I think I had a Ned rig and I brought it because I knew they weren't biting on the Ned rig. No, I. Had so a you had two head. rods on the left side of your kayak. Was there five yeah. on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was just two. Period. which <laughs> okay. believe me, Jeez. about ten or fifteen minutes into it, I was I wasn't getting a hint on the jig, and I was like, "This was stupid." I should. you are starting to get this river thing. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. And then I. Learning, uh, dude. I started hammering them on the jig and now I can't put the jig down. Like I'm throwing it almost every trip we go out. I'm getting hit bit on it and I love it. So I would just have to force myself to do it again with poppers. Kind of like you said on the river and just learn to fish it. Cause I think popper to me, poppers was like a slack water technique yeah so it's just learning to fish it in a little bit where the even the water's not moving fast it's moving enough to where you have to kind of change how you fish it so i think this yeah. bait is one
5: that's that's worth looking into and, and learning how to throw and putting it in the arsenal because even though i haven't used it a whole lot i have read some books and the popper is one bait that they bring up over and over again as just tried and true and that you yeah. should be throwing and i'm the kind of guy that likes to try maybe one or two new things a year again i try not to consume myself with it and get off track like if something's working and i have a track record of using something in a certain area and it working one year and i go back the next year and it smashes them it's like my focus is the fishing as long as i'm catching the fish reaching my goals with that then then I, I allow like one or two new things to come in. But I, I think this is one that I've kind of let my guard down on and, and yeah. I think it needs to fit in needs to fit in somewhere and I think it's gonna be fall and I think I need to take those days to throw it for four or five hours. So that, that's my it's goal. gonna happen, man. I think it's oh, I yeah. think
3: we're gonna have a good fall using the popper. Yeah. So I've got,
5: I've got a couple different ones here to be using. Most of them um, – Let's see, I have five poppers, six poppers all together. First one you've already seen. That's the Rico. Pick that up in near Dale Hollow, that gas station that's got like a tackle, a legit
4: oh, yeah. tackle shop. Dude, like right I I do it. I had a dream about that tackle shop two days ago. <laughs> and it wasn't anything else other than we stopped and we just went in <laughs> and we just looked around. That's all it was. And it's it a good dream. I dude, it was great. Thing. It was awesome. I love that. Like
3: I Let's can't wait to go tackle we Turned turn so, turn into a wet yeah. dream for Matt. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and then I got the one. I'm looking forward to throwing that. Brad found. Anytime time he finds a lure, he gives it to me. And if it's not hot garbage, then I'll put it in the arsenal. Which most of them are good. Except yeah. for one time, he found a a mouse. I got
3: a grasshopper. No, I got a grasshopper for you.
5: Grasshopper. You also found a, a top water mouse, and you can't change out the hooks on those on those mice. Oh. So. And I just, it was rusty and everything. Then I got this one here. This is a live target. I have, this has no use whatsoever. It came from my lucky tackle box subscription. Like, Dude, I have ago. the same one. Yeah, looked, I got yeah, the same yeah. one. <laughs> it's, it's really good looking. And I don't see why it wouldn't look, it wouldn't work. But again, it's just a matter of using it. Then I have a classic popper that came out of one of my grandpa's tackle boxes. Actually, no, found this on the river about five or six years ago dang yeah with it was a stretch you and i were fishing found that right there and i think i haven't had to change out the hooks because it was pretty much brand new when i found it and then i have two really classics here that came out of my grandpa's tackle box the ones where you got to unscrew the metal it's <laughs> the heat and tiny oh yeah oh, tiny chugger dude yeah yeah so that's more of just like a shelf piece but i would use it yeah. the one that's got a it's a little bit newer than the other one, but still, I think you have to...
3: That's a Strike King, isn't it?
5: Un- no, you have to unscrew it from the oh. back here to get the uh-huh. hook off. Yeah. And that, I'm not sure what that is, but it's, it's a good
4: perch pattern. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Pops I forget oak. what brand that is, but it, lo- it looks familiar.
4: Probably a Probably. What we should do this fall for poppers, and then we can come back and tell, the, tell everybody, is I'll throw something with... Does the Rico... I can't remember... Cause I haven't looked at it. Does that have a feather treble on the rear? Yeah, Rico. Yeah. Okay, dude. So somebody needs to throw the feather treble, and somebody needs to not throw the feather treble. Yeah, I mean, like just there's a popper are. with a. F- and that's that's what I was getting at. Like almost all the poppers that I have all have feathered. Yeah, because
3: when you're sitting there, they got some keen on not just looking at a hook.
4: Yeah. Exactly. But it. we should try and see what happens. Because I'm a I'm a big believer of the feathered hooks. Oh, so yeah. I put them on jerk baits. Oh, I put I them too. on everything. Yeah, yeah. Um,
5: it's to key in on so.
4: But I want to I want to ch- do a little experiment. Let's say we, so we do I'm a challenge
5: them. more than anything because it Here depends on how much each person is using. I say one person take a Rico without a feathered hook, just switch out the back hook, and then another person take the same color Rico
4: with a feathered hook, and then you guys that
3: but, one right whoever's
5: doing it.
4: I like that one. I almost bought that one. I won't. I I got that too. So I got the black one or the volt, and then I got the uh 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 bone when we were down at that tackle shop. But yeah. I'm also a firm
5: believer in you can pretty much imitate a lot of baits on the market. I could take this one. I have extra feathered hooks. I didn't buy the Rico official Rico feathered hooks because they are pricey for some reason. They're like I don't know, like sixteen bucks or something. I could take oh. I, I don't know. There was some crazy price. I was like, I can go get a feather I mean, it, hook from it Bella's. It'd just be a different brand. Mm-hmm. And then I could take some JJ's magic and make that feather on the end, chartreuse or green, yep. and put it on the black popper. Yeah, you Maybe could. Something to, te- something to test out. Yeah. Because i probably going to your... buy another
4: Rico. I'll probably just kind of work with my six here. I mean, yeah. you're pretty much set color wise. And I mean, presentation, I will say, the mega bass, the pop max, and the rico, when you're chugging them, they also like to get a little bit of a walk in them. I was gonna mention that earlier. Which is nice because some some you'll throw will have no walk, like they'll just chug yeah, like forward. The, the strike
3: so I've used the strike king one before, I forget what it's called. Uh Splash Junior, maybe?
6: Maybe, Something? yeah. I, I so. don't know.
3: But I used it. That thing, that thing don't walk. The Rico, you can walk that thing easy. I mean it's not a tight walk too. It kind of stands
5: yeah. in place.
4: Like it's, it's, nice. it's quick and it's enough. I feel like it's enough to make the fish see it and be like, Oh, it's not just plopping or chugging water. It's, it's moving as it's chugged. So it makes it more look like a distressed bait fish or topwater, whatever. It's distressed. It's getting it better. I, I, I've used it
5: enough to be a firm believer in it because I've gotten the blow ups from the dinks. I just haven't, Used it enough to put it in the place where the big one's sitting, that's going to give me the big blow up. Yeah, yeah
4: I can see that makes sense. Well,
3: we hit the poppers pretty good, I think. So, what do you want to Woppy move on? To next? Woppy Woppy plopper. Of course, you got to have a whopper plopper in your Get it out leg. of the way
5: because that's the fun one, right? Everybody wants to talk about all their colors, everybody wants to talk about their uh. experiences with it. Matt, you're yeah. first show, your 12 of them, so I can. Go next.
6: <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right, most let's of go.
4: Mine, most of mine I found in a tree. <laughs> I got one Dude, of those. I found a
3: few. Yeah, I found a few too.
4: So I started my Whopper Plopper journey with the one thirty.
6: Woo! This is a big, big one.
4: boy. It, it started,
6: big yeah, big
4: one thirty. But I, see, I was getting hammered with largemouth in this down North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, um, and then I brought it up here. I mean, you can see let's see a stupid light is so bright you can see little bite marks through there maybe i think you get that you get that (laughs) but there's some bite i mean this thing got hammered um and then i started throwing up here and realized nothing happened so i went to my new favorite size which is the 110 which is like everyone's favorite size yeah uh and these two colors monkey butt and (laughs) (laughs) loon. that's the only size you will ever need uh, and te- and it does work man it's Here. it's it's fun to throw you can use it's perfect size for anywhere it doesn't matter where you're throwing it. i mean i've had i've had crappie come up and bust on them um <laughs> it, it catches just everything it's awesome um but it's a fun bait to throw you 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 get the top water bite when it's on because it's it's creating disturbance in the top there's no technique to it it's just a cast and retrieve it does all the work for you yep uh, and it's just fun because it's fast. It's power fish. You throw it, reel it, throw it, reel it, throw it, reel it. It's just it that keeps does get engaged. old though. Like but this for, is for. Those... Go ahead,
3: Brad. For years, I was using the Whopper Plopper like religiously, and I just I got tired
5: of it. You know what I mean? It's one of those baits that has stigma that comes with it anymore. It falls in the same yeah. category as a TRD. Yeah, it does. It is it does. the modern fisherman, uh beginner's care package. You want to yes. start fishing, you go buy the TRD, the Whopper Plopper,
3: and the Chatter. You get
5: yourself uh, a hook, a hook SPF a sun shirt, and you uh, put on a PFG hat.
3: An oversized PFG hat.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I'll say it's got to be big. But I mean, well, it's one well, that makes your
5: head look really tiny. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, beginner's fisherman 2022 fisherman's care package uh, or starter package. Um, I know he just it. described, but anyway,
4: um, uh, I wasn't no, catching it first until you said that. Whatever, uh, but we're 100 we right. all
5: also use it, and we use it in, in different fashions, and it's a, it's important not to get too consumed consumed with it. However, we've all had those days where we've been throwing it more than any other bait. Yeah. Yeah,
4: and there's there's just some days like I don't want to tie on a spook. I don't want to tie on a popper. I just want to cast and retrieve, cast and retrieve, cast and retrieve. I just want to, I want to power catch fish. top water fish, but I just want to power fish every section I can. Yeah. And I don't want to think about it. I just want to do it. And the whopper plopper checks every box there.
3: I've been there before.
4: Yeah. So it's
3: the Next extra one. lazy bait
5: because it even floats for you. You can throw it out be eating a sandwich and say okay I want a reel now. Yeah. Yep. It's effortless, man. Yeah. It's kind of awesome. I'm
3: kind of like that with a crankbait. Like re- recently I've been throwing it a lot this year, but I kind of started off throwing that growing up and then I got away from it and I'm getting back into it. So crankbait?
5: Yeah. I've always told you, man, that's never one to look past. You always have to have the crankbait in your arsenal. Yep. You're 100 correct. With that being said, I'll show the ones that I have. I got the 110. Got to have the black with the white wings or whatever yep. the hell it is. What is this supposed to imitate anyway? It looks like kind of like a locust.
3: It's, it's called loon.
4: Yeah, it's, it's like this is this is uh, chartreuse loon. It's got white wings on it. I don't know if it's supposed
3: to be. Yeah, like a bird. have you ever seen a loon bird?
5: Oh, a loon bird. Okay, yeah, yeah that's what they what look like.
3: Because those yeah, birds yeah, okay. swim underwater. They can live like 10 minutes underwater. There's the
5: fatty. I think that's the 90.
3: No, that's not the the 90 is uh that's the 90s are like a long skinnier.
5: This must be the 90 then. Yeah, oh that's yeah, the that's 90. the
3: 90. you you have the right. 75. That's the size yeah. I like
5: using right there. And then the 75. And then I found two of them in the trees, which is the only that's the only ones I own. This one has like a shine to it, like a scales, um, fluorescent, cool. and it's see-through.
4: It's got a little bit sure of purple good. on the bottom. Pretty sure it's Glimmer Shad. I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty good sure it is.
5: Good for a sunny day, if it's going to stay mm-hmm. sunny most of the day. And also found, I guess it's just Shad. It's a Silver Shad.
3: Huh. I've never seen that one.
5: Either it's got some mean bite marks on top, or somebody was trying to jerk it out of the tree, but that's how I found <laughs> Probably it. Probably both. Yeah.
3: So, so I've fingers always fingers been like a I've always been just a white and loon guy. Uh, oh actually, I got one more. So all I've, used. I've used I've always used the 90. Uh I've never used the 110. I hate the 90 though because the body spins. I don't know why it spins. It it does it out of the package. I just don't get it.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I mean it. Monkey butt. No. This is uh it's on the back on the green sticker. Phantom shad. Phantom shad.
5: But I give that one a try too. It's a good looking one. Fluorescent look, see through looking color.
3: I don't know. I need to try the one ten though, because that that thing spinning, the 90's spinning on me, that drives me nuts.
4: See, this one here is a one ten. Yeah. Let's say yeah. it does, and it throws off the whole action of the bait. Okay, yeah, it's a little bit fatter. It's more girthy.
3: Have you guys ever used uh, the Chapo? Chop, I had no, it, but I mean, I, I
5: believe it would be almost exactly like the plopper. It's, it so, chops a little harder, but.
3: Yeah, the, it, it's the exact same bait. The only difference is the chapo has a hard tail that slaps the water harder. It's like a different kind of slap too. It's louder and uh, it slaps hard. And I think the, the whopper plopper one's like rubbery feeling, right? The tail. No, I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's got
5: a, a little bit of flex to it. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah that's it's the difference like between the that plopper. and the Chopo. If you if you like throwing the Whopper plopper and you want to save money, get the Chopo, it's just as good. I've caught this same quality of fish, on it, it chops
5: hard, it yeah. makes it a lot of noise.
3: Yeah, it's a good bait, though. I like it,
5: definitely a good bait. I remember you using the white one for a long time yeah that's
3: all i used to use is white and then i found a black one in the trees and then caught a bunch of fish with it
5: i love that yeah I, I, I love that it's one of the best parts of kayak fishing i found so many lures this year yeah
3: Good that was lures. a brand new one too that i found really over over by riprap
5: that's just that's a that's one of the bonuses of river fishing just being out there and it's a, kind of a crappy day and you just see something chartreuse over in the over on the bank next to the, the syringes and the trash. Yeah. And you go over there and you dig it up and you take it home and make it yours. Yeah. I know what, when the we syringes? were at, uh,
4: <laughs> we were, I remember we were at the, uh, the, the G club and, uh, I we're going back up and Justin's like, what is that? And he looks over and the water's down a little bit. There's just a, he's like, looks, I looked over. I was like, dude, it just looks like a, like, I don't know. It's something. And you're like, it's chartreuse. I get a little closer and it's just a crankbait, just chilling. And apparently it's like a ten dollar crankbait. Storm Arashi, yeah. square five.
5: Boom. got brand new hooks on that bad boy. I've been using it.
3: Huh. It
5: kind like uh, of looks like the uh it kind of looks like the
3: uh crankbait that John used to make.
5: It's just fat. It's one of the fatter square bills. It's a yeah. little heavier too. It's got like this little metal piece underneath the bill. I think it like kind of flexes a little bit. Yeah, it allows
4: it, it. It allows it to flex. So like when we get to something else, I'll uh, talk a little bit about it because good looking bait.
5: That's the second one I found this year. This one is the non-rattle version. That lighter, Silent. chartreuse looking crawl color. So two Arashi five this year. That's that's well worth it right there.
4: That's twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> how it goes but I mean it, all the lures are starting to be ten dollars so yeah
4: yeah man it's it's getting <laughs> rough it's frustrating um so we talked about wop ploppers poppers we want to talk about the spook oh yeah
3: it's not yeah, a let's whole do lot of walking baits of, yeah walking yeah baits. walking bait and junior general Hula. yeah is the spook is something I've been throwing since last year like I it's it's on and off. Like I'll pick it up every now and then, you know, catch a fish. A spook, put it back a away. spook
4: is the bait. Like we talked about, poppers or that fall bait, right? And then whopper ploppers, you power fish them, and you don't really have to think. The spook, in my opinion, is something you can fish pretty much whenever you want. I don't think it's really like it has times, like the fall and the spring when they're spawning and hungry. Everything gets yeah. bit, but. uh you can finesse it. You can power fish it fast. You as can you can do down. whatever you want with yep. it. Um, Justin Brad yep. started. Uh, uh, I started poppers, and then I think I started Whopper poppers too. But
0: at Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop midwayusa.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations, and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way, fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
4: You start with you start with walking baits.
5: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because mine will be short and sweet. Because this is another one that even more so than the popper. I don't have experience with this. this. is one that I've neglected for a long time. I know I don't need to, and it it's going to so be good, put man. in. It's going to be put in the arsenal this year because I have a few of them that I'm actually looking forward to using. Uh, I will show off this one. This is just a really pretty looking one. I bought this because I was going to use it at the the national championship in Gunner'sville, and then that ended up getting canceled and all that. So the Chug and Spook. I think that's a Strike King bait. Really pretty. Hard knock to it. That's Heaton. Heaton, yeah. The truck and Spook is Heaton. Really hard knock to it. I was going to use it on the weed lines down in Gunnersville. Bought it, never used it. It's just looking pretty on the shelf. However, I do have some small ones here that I did not buy. These were in. I've inherited some stuff from my grandpa, I and mean, a lot of it is just like really vintage and cool looking. However, there was a couple Spook Juniors. In there. And this one's really cool. I mean, they're like, they're unused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one's like a see-through. It's got a blue top. And it's got like a, something fluorescent on the inside where it gives off a flash. And you can see the, the rattles.
3: Um, Dude, that would work one. on our river, man.
5: Here's a black one. It's kind of smoke on top. Shiny. I know. I have these two right here. These Super Spook Juniors. Um, Excalibur. Jimmy Houston, Uh, I want to get those out and use them this year because I I know how to use a walking bait. It's very similar to the the popper, just a little bit. You just got to be a little bit quicker. Um, But this is another one that's mentioned in some of the books that I read. Yep. top water that should be neglected. So focus will be top water this year. I have the one I just showed you. I got another really cool one I just want to pull out came in a Lucky Tackle Box. I thought it would just be really interesting to show you guys this. Matt, you probably have it. Here's part of it. Here it is.
4: You ever seen that before? Oh, that's weird. I have not. That's insane.
5: So this is two of them together. You can look it up on Lucky Tackle Box. I forget what this is called, but it was supposed to be, you could um, give it action and it would kind of bend like this and it would be like there's two of them in the water.
3: Yeah. And
4: uh,
5: (laughs) Never used it, so it's like having two super spooks or two smaller walking baits tied. That's together. insane. Give a big, a big walking action. Probably more so for largemouth, but it's it. It, it, it would almost to challenge yourself. See if you can catch something on
4: that. Yeah, it's definitely it. It would imitate the schooling fish, perfect. Yeah,
5: that is the three walking baits that I have right there.
4: So you're definitely throwing that, just so you know. Like I'm gonna so force you days. to. No, I'm you're throwing the other box. one. You can't. You can't throw those until you catch the fish on the other one.
5: After I finish this board right here, I'll get out the funny stuff. I got a Pikachu lure over there.
3: <laughs> you need to I'm get the Joe Biden and Donald Trump lure. <laughs> those things are like
5: thirty bucks each. They're oh, oh. twenty twenty some dollars. I was like, no, nah, I don't need to do that. I bought no, a Pikachu that's for thirty bucks. <laughs> I'll get my ass catch him hat on for Halloween. I'll go out there and catch, catch
4: him on that. That'd be dope, <laughs> Brad. What do you want to talk about? Spooks,
3: uh, so the one I only ever use is the head and uh, Zara puppy, it's smaller than the spook and the spook junior, I think. I, it might be three and a half inch bait, I can't remember. But if you get this bait immediately. Uh, replace the treble hooks because the treble hooks are garbage. Hot garbage. Garbage. But the spook's fun, dude. Like, I remember going out one day up on up by Needmore Road, and I was just you know working it back and forth, doing that, and it just kept getting hit. I was like, this is fun. I haven't had it out much this year just because, like I said, it's we've had some pretty crappy water conditions. But other than that, it's been a fun lure
4: not only crappy water water conditions but we've just been getting hit on like everything else yeah like it's it's no I've 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 caught fish on almost every technique other than top water that I can think this year it's why I haven't really thrown it so much yeah
6: so
3: I will say though like I was gonna mention this a few minutes ago uh, our buddy will he's been fishing the evergreen shower blows have you ever seen that thing?
6: Hmm, yep. That it. thing
3: is that the action on that thing is incredible. Like really? he works it super fast and it's just like psh, 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 psh. it spits and lure? it walks. I don't know. It's probably it's an much. evergreen, so, so it's 24
4: probably. Nah, it's probably between 24 and 30.
3: It says 15.99, 23.99. I'd
5: do
6: so, give that on a shot.
3: That thing looks freaking sweet though. And I've seen him catch some big fish on it.
5: So it's, it's will approved.
3: It is well approved. Okay, that's <laughs> said. He he's obsessed with it. He's like, I can't put this thing down. I'm like, I can tell every time I go, oh, yeah, I catch a getting, big
4: fish. If you're getting smacked on it, why would you? Yeah, yeah, don't
5: never put down a confidence bait. It's good to have something like that on your rod, and you just you are having fun throwing it. You want to throw it, and it's and it's catching.
4: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll start off. I kind of showed this before the show to you guys, but. One of my favorite topwater spooks. It's the Mega Bass Explode. Uh, come on, you stupid
0: light! But oh, what's that's cool about Mega it?
4: Mega Bass. Uh, yeah, what's cool about it? So it's got the map, the lip actually open right now, so I can chug this as I'm walking it. But if I want a strictly walking bait, you can close that lip. That's up. That's cool. And it it so this is like a two for one. Like it does it does it chug as well as a pop max or a popper? No, but it gets you that action but when you don't want it, you want to be a little more finessey. It's as simple as just closing the mouth and then casting right back in the same spot. That's awesome. So I'm a huge it's fan of It's completely
3: different lure then,
4: right? Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, it's two techniques. It's a popper and a spook all built in one bait. And Not you can
5: open this. Like it would
4: be mega ass. <laughs> <laughs> so if
3: they miss it the first time on one technique, close the lip and throw it back in there
4: and throw it right back in there. Yeah. And this, I mean, that's the first click. I mean, I can, I can, bring that all the way to there so I can get major, like get it as close to a popper as I possibly can. Huh. Or
6: close That's interesting. Up. I
4: wonder how many anglers actually
5: do that. Test it enough to where they want to pull it back, open the mouth, and and I don't know, I guess get a more intense pop.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, the only time, so I've either, I'll be honest, I'll go out and I never, I never think, I'm throwing a popper in this spot. Now I'm going to throw a spook and I just close the mouth. I'll be honest. I just keep hammering it with the popper or, and, or vice versa the spook. But I have found to where if I want to create a little bit more, like if I have it just on the first um, click and I want a little bit more action and I'm not really getting bit on it too much, I'll open all the way and throw it back in there. And then I've got hit on it.
6: So okay.
4: like that's, it's, to me, it's proven that like a lot of people when it comes to mega bass, they make all this stuff that moves and stuff, and everybody's like, "Well, that's gimmicky," and some yeah. of it is. I'm not gonna lie. Well, Shimano's got a new top water coming out that I'm actually kind
5: of interested in. Shimano. Shimano. Oh. And when yeah. it stays
4: still, something inside moves
6: and it flickers. Yeah. yeah.
4: So we it's the, the, the it's the flicker technology it's in the new Shimano's. Um, you they get had some it in of those. Last year. Yep, and you get them in Mega Bass has it in a couple of their uh, Vision One tens um it's basically there's a wire that goes through the bait and there's it's not a mirror but for demonstration metal it's, isn't it it's a piece of metal that's polished so when it's sitting there it'll actually move there you go good man i only have two that's of them. it's the best jerk bait ever made
5: i have yet to find out oh i love it i love it i bought Tenet it for Tenet Tenet Shad. And never used it
4: yeah
3: well, they weren't going to only catch base. fish in Tennessee with it. That's why. I know,
5: that's why I'm not using it in Ohio. <laughs> I'm going to take it down next year and the next time I use it, it's probably going to be down in Hollow. I'm just kidding. I probably going to use it this year.
4: Um but if I don't really want finesse or want the option to do the popper and I want a true walking bait cuz this doesn't it walks, but it's not like with that that lip, it has a little cup, so it doesn't walk as well. If you work it too fast, it'll just want to like kind of it'll basically shimmy it won't really walk um one of my favorites is the evergreen jt 115 the 115 uh it's pretty good looking who it's makes that world? one evergreen okay so kind of like the yeah. uh, the one will has this shower has blows. an ins- the shower blows this has an ins- insane
3: walking, blow.
4: yeah the one will's using this is shower, the jt 115 blow. it's called yeah, the
6: shower
3: blows, blows.
4: <laughs> yep mm. That's weird. Yeah. Shower beers. Shower blows. <laughs> anyway, uh, but what's so awesome about this, like just comparing it to, this is a six Sense catwalk, which is a good bait. Like it, it walks well. Come on. You, it's too bright, but whatever. Um, the body comes down almost like a boat to where it gives you that rocking action when you're walking in. It wants to walk. The difference is when this comes down, it comes almost to where it's a flat point at the bottom. So when you're going this, it will, uh it'll walk across the screen <laughs> really well. I just skeleton truce. Is that what that said?
3: Skeleton truce. Skeleton truce. Okay, that's the shower blues.
5: Yep. <clears throat> Reminds me of a what most people call the something clown color.
3: I think I got yeah. one right here.
5: Here, here's a. Uh,
3: you're gonna die, clown.
5: There's a jerk bait. It's a shadow wrap, slow sinking by Rapala, same color. It's like a clown. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the standard color it is, but it's I like the color.
3: Said, but. Uh, is so there's there's a uh, I forget what uh, it might be a popper, it might be a spook. I can't remember, but it has where the gills are open on the side. So when you do work the bait, it creates like a bubble trail. I remember
4: seeing that somewhere. What brand is that? you guys know? It's probably Mega Bass for the simple fact that on this on one, the gills are open. So they take that from their Pop-X, and it's on the... Uh, so those gills are open. I don't know if you can really see it through the camera, but underneath, you can see those channels. Yeah. So when you're walking that bait, it will... Like the water goes to the front of it and comes out the back. Yep, yeah. it'll, it'll create a disturbance. Um, if I had the spook that Just I like tied like on sh- right now, which is a Dogma from Mega Bass, a little bit bigger, it's about the size of this, um, it's got those open channels to where it creates a little bubble action behind the bait, so a little bit more disturbance, but not as much as like a popper.
3: Yeah, I always thought that one was cool. It's a good idea that nobody else really does.
4: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's top water because we kind of talked about this when we were talking about the hell riser top water hasn't really changed like before because everyone was like, you know, everyone was getting pumped up about the hell riser. We were getting pumped up about it, even though it turned out to be completely different than what we thought it was going to be. No one in the top water space has really changed anything. Yeah, Like, there's nothing major. So, little subtle stuff like that, just to add, you know, those hollow gills to make a bubble trail, a little bit of disturbance on a spook. I mean, that's that's a decent leap forward for the simple fact that no one's really changing topwater base. It's just how it is. Um, Not much you can they, do. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the Hellraiser completely changed the whole game because they made something completely unique that... Before before I watched the videos of people hammering bass in the demo lake, I wouldn't or the demo pond, I wouldn't have thought it would caught fish, but it does. So yeah, it's they weird. starve those fish. Probably
5: <laughs> nobody can fish that area until the showtime.
6: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so I know you got you got one more, don't you, on your list? I already know what it is. Me, I do. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Well, it's the one I showed you to begin with. I can't get this fish behind me to stop eating it. <laughs> it's the Micro Buzz. I got oh, that's, it in.
3: That's, the, uh, that's the Tri-Wing Strike
5: tri-wing King. Tri-Wing Quarter Round Strike King Micro Buzz. Got it mm-hmm. in chartreuse. Got it in white. Got it in white, tore up. Got it in white, brand new. Uh, got a couple of the bigger sizes behind me that I never really threw as much.
3: Do you remember the first time that uh, you ever used one? You remember You remember, you remember me?
5: I don't remember the day or what I well, called on but you must.
3: Do you remember that trip we took to Kaiser where I was throwing a all-black one that I tied with some chartreuse in it? And you're like, I've never tried a bus bait.
5: No, but I believe no, it.
3: this was this is back in like 2014 or something when we went to Kaiser Lake. Yeah, it was is that the what you caught your uh,
5: because I remember I was uh, I remember there's another top water I'm going to show you here. I remember there was times that we would walk into like Bass Pro Shop or something and we would literally just be like buying whatever we thought was cool. Yeah, okay. so we have those two crankbait, yeah, those two crankbaits. They're yep. Bass Pro Shop, I still throw it. There's their Bass Pro Shop brand, they were like three dollars each. One's a fire tiger. And one's like a chartreuse with like a fluorescent side on it. And we always caught fish on them, but I still I still have um I still have two of them, even though I lost the original ones. But I, I keep them and they catch fish. I put new hooks on them. Um, yeah. but I have a few things that I bought that like I have this other topwater. This is the forgotten. This is the forgotten topwater, okay? The jitterbug.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't really like it though. Like it nobody just uses weird. that anymore.
5: This is one – this is something that I bought Ed Bass Pro Shop. This is the one. Never used, but I bought it because I was like, oh, I'll, I'll try that. Oh, that's cool. And Topwater, you know, we would just – I've thrown it, with... it
3: before, but I've never really caught anything on it. But... <clears throat> but I
5: remember I would buy, like, some oversized buzz baits, and that's what I would be using at Kaiser Lake after yep. that. I do have some of those, Um and I had some that got handed down to me. But I think you caught that big largemouth yep. with one of those, didn't you?
3: Yeah, it was on the – Try wing buzzbait.
5: Yeah, this is a good one just because it makes a lot of... It's got a clacking. Uh,
3: that y- a You can freaking reel that at real slow
5: speeds too. You can slow this down. It will sink, but it sinks slowly. So you get it out there, you can change your, your speed a little bit. You can go really fast. You got yep. medium speed and you can get it to where it's pretty darn slow. That's what I like yep. about it. But also yep. the clacking. I could probably get away with using these on the river. I think they're... I don't know, three eight, three sixteenths or three eighths and a little bit bigger. But this micro one is where it's at. I remember getting an 18 on that last year. Matt was floating with me.
4: Yep. Got an 18 on that. We were out and I was, it was, uh, we we were on the way back and I was still throwing a Ned rig and I was getting bit on it. got a couple fish and then you started throwing that weed line and that fish came out like you could see the weeds move. That Um, fish came out and smashed it.
5: I remember getting, I got a picture of that fish on Matt's 40 inch catch board.
4: Yeah. My
5: big <laughs> the, black, one. the black one. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's the bottom of the right now. He's going to find out about this
4: board. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to find out. Got to keep it small. I forgot you had that. Yeah. That board. I would love that board now for the simple fact that I can angle it so much and it would be such an angle on the board, but it's <laughs> at the bottom of a. Uh, spring Valley i need pond right now so the way
3: it's going for me i need a big freaking board because i'm a catfish slayer now <laughs>
4: yeah no you're the catfish man
3: that's all you catch
5: Jeez, i Dude. caught more catfish than you the other day though i had two, two. flatheads two flatheads and one giant channel cat i probably yeah. could have measured that channel cat and it would have been a fish ohio
4: probably well, should have it's a fish ohio i already have one i already have a fish oh, ohio okay. channel this year well fine I will say a uh, caveat to nothing what we're talking about. the It's kind of top water. The best catch I've ever watched Justin, not 19-inch smallmouth or 18-inch smallmouth, is the time a pike came out of the water and destroyed a tube.
5: Yeah, it's this little baby tube. It's the confidence baits one that Jeff Little always used to talk about. And he doesn't have anything to do with that confidence baits anymore, but they still sell it. It's just a real tiny tube. You just put a little Ned head on it. And I was just reeling it up, getting ready to pull it up out of the water. And it wasn't a huge pike. It was probably no. 24 inches, but that was my first one ever. As long yeah. as I've been fishing the river, I've only had that I know of one or two. I have two
4: pike, and those are the only ones that I've ever bit. Yeah. This yeah, is it crazy, was, man. It was insane. All I remember is fishing. I was fishing uh, an eddy, and I'm fishing. <laughs> And I look back just seeing what Justin's doing because he always I watching Justin fish because he's super methodical about spots has taught me to slow down in certain spots. There, there's sometimes I'm just like, screw this, I'm just gonna power fish my way through everything. But I look back and right when I look back, all I see is and he's like, Oh, and gets it in. Everything's like, Matt, can you come over here and take a picture? I was like, Yeah, buddy, I'm coming. <laughs> I had to get I had to get that one.
3: Yeah, those piker, they're fun, man. I caught one on top water. Actually, Justin was with me because he caught a smallmouth in the same hole. We got a picture side by side. Let's see, which one was that? You caught a smallmouth and I caught a pike right in the exact same hole.
5: Oh, yeah, I remember that. And
3: yeah. we, we were standing on the bank holding them fish.
5: You uh you lost it for a minute and then. Oh, yeah, Chris Anderson
3: got, pinned it against the bank for me. And I went over yeah. and
5: picked it up and then gave it to you. And then we just took, <laughs> took a picture while he was there.
3: That's funny. Yeah.
6: But yeah, I mean,
5: I've
4: been, been there, there for a while. Sounds like we need to make a trip. Um, but yeah, with, with buzz baits, uh, it's another one of those baits that's kind of like the Whopper plopper. It's pretty much how I look at it as the Whopper plopper was meant to replace a buzz bait. Um, but it's hard, even though they're similar actions, that buzz baits, it's a little bit different, right? So it's one of those power baits. Oh, well, you got a quadruple blade.
1: Huh.
5: That was an impulse buy with the uh, Columbus fishing show. I have no idea why I bought it. This is for like <laughs> monster largemouth. This is a a four wing. It's homemade. It's custom made. Good color and everything, but it's just way too big for the river.
3: That is Very huge. smooth
4: blade. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of those baits to where you can throw and you can power fish it. You can you can fish it pretty much everywhere. It doesn't matter if the water's moving fast or slow. I mean, you just gotta roll it through and it'll it'll get it will get bit. Like buzz baits are one of those. It's a confidence bait for me. I threw it a lot um, down south and a little bit up here. Um and I'm a fan of it.
2: This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Takovis as your stop for the best in Western style. Takovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more.
4: We can talk about frogs if you want, but I just figured I'd, you'd probably be talking about them. No, for the simple fact that I've never caught—I've never caught a smallmouth on a frog. Period. I know yeah. I see people do it, and I've seen people do it, and it's frustrating because I love a frog bite, but I just don't on the river. I don't. <laughs>
3: Made me start coughing. They're
4: so real, dude. They're live targets. They got to do that. Yeah. And live target frogs, I hate because they get so much water in them. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they're it's it's they look great. Live target frogs. I'm look sorry, awesome, luck, but lunker but hunter.
6: Live lunker target hunter. lunker.
4: I've never used the lunker hunts, but I'm sure they're fantastic. Um, Lucky tackle box. That's all about it, man. Um I've got a box of frogs here somewhere. I just don't know where it went.
3: I wanted to hit one thing before we got off the bus.
4: Yeah, go ahead. We we haven't moved on yet.
3: Jeez, can you guys be any louder? (laughs) Yes. I, I, dude, people are gonna hate this episode just because it's going. I don't care. But
5: we're gonna love this episode because we don't care. That's true
3: yeah listen to it don't listen to it i don't
6: care whatever right yeah but
3: uh i was gonna mention the micro buzz by jig masters i i have one i haven't thrown it yet just because what i i have not thrown it yet i don't know one, why one. i haven't grabbed it that's
4: not true you have thrown it you want to remember when i know you threw it so i caught that day that we were bank fishing and i caught that 19 and three quarter you were throwing it underneath the bridge and you said, man, I can't, I don't want, I hate throwing this because it, it's not spinning. Like it won't, it won't stay on top. It's just, it's not doing, unless you throw a paddle tail on it. Cause you had something on it and it wouldn't, it wouldn't fish right. And you kept really? saying it wouldn't fish right. Really yeah, I, re- I do because I was like, well, that sucks. But then I threw it with a curly tail grub and it fished great. So I don't know. Well,
3: that's the thing. I, I, for some reason in my mind, I just thought I wasn't throwing it cause I was, Waiting to get some grubs for it. I just never bought any grubs. But if you hold that thing up next to the Strike King Triwing Buzzbait, the hook is so much smaller. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of misses on the Strike King, so I, you really? may, maybe, yeah, maybe uh, using a smaller hook will actually help with that. I'd love to try them.
4: Yeah, I was you gonna say on order pretty sand. much. I'm pretty much all of my buzz baits, I'll throw a trailer hook <clears throat> on them. Um the bad thing about that is it makes the bait a t- lot bigger. So yeah. I think on the river they're less likely to bite. Um, but since Justin, since you brought it up, we can talk about frogs because I've got some. Well, I got nothing to der- say I mean, about these things. I've never used
6: one.
5: same, I have like one frog catch ever.
4: I've got a ton of frog catches now. Are they for smallmouth? No, but I know a lot of guys who throw them. I was actually that should be a challenge
5: for the Smalley games. Catch a small mouth on a frog.
4: That would be sick. I mean, I would it would it would force me to start using them again. So this frog is a 6 sense Vega frog. Um, I'm a big fan of these. They walk really nice, but this also has a cut mouth, so it'll chug a little bit. Um, so you have those, and then you have like your standard frog. This is a Z-Man frog. Which, again, everything on top and the sides mean nothing. It's all about the white belly. Is that um, a wise tech? I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it skirt? for the simple fact that the eyes came out. And, and no, cool the skirt the is not a wise tech. Right. Be
6: perfect.
4: Now, one thing I am kind of excited for, and I think I'm going to try it. Now, I have a different one than this color because this is kind of asinine, in my opinion. But um, this is a Z-Man, and it's a, one of their smaller frogs. So there's your standard. Yeah. Obviously, I trim the skirt up some because that skirt's like stupid long. Um, but a little bit smaller, and I think that wouldn't be a bad option just because of the size of it. Obviously, we see frogs on the river all the time, so they I would I would be more surprised if they weren't eating frogs than if they were. If that makes sense, maybe tinier finesse ones. Yeah,
3: yeah, I've seen really tiny frogs on the banks of the river, yeah. like really tiny, like a dime size maybe.
4: But I've also seen decent like frogs about this size that I get like on my back porch from the woods and stuff from my house. I've seen frogs in the river like that, and I've seen there's got to they have to eat them. It has to be part of that ecosystem. Maybe there's you just know, fewer, it's fewer, prop. I could see that, but I think I am gonna try that. And while I'm thinking about it, whatever you guys, Justin, if you want, to there's talk about an idea for a tackle company:
5: the finesse river frog.
3: <laughs> right.
4: How would
0: you even
3: rig it though? Put it on like a. A nose hooked wagon quarter ounce. It would just be like
5: that, but it would be scaled down with like a cut mouth. Uh, basically, basically just just a smaller frog. Just yeah, it down much. a little bit. I mean, I mean it, everything is everything's been done before, so everything is kind of just bouncing off one another at this point.
4: Yeah, I mean pretty much. It's just got to the point to where it's we have everyone it. is either copying off each other or You can only you know. do so much with it. Yeah, exactly. Which we talked about. Um, well, most of these
5: are good for just putting on your shelf, <laughs> just playing with them. Here's another forgotten top spy bait. Uh, I guess it's, it has a little bit of uh, some of the characteristics of a spy bait. It's a torpedo. Like a, chugger,
4: like a chugger, Cordell, Cotton crazy Cordell. shad chugger. So we were talking a little bit about something like that so this is i'm i'm gonna try this one um this is a creek Chub wake bait which we'll just i guess we can just fly right into wake bait because i want to talk about those oh, look, I this got is creek Cree Cree Chub wake bait um that has a, a spinner on the back to give you that little bit of just dis, just dis, disturbed water um and then it's got that create some bubbles Yep, and it's got that wake bait front, and it's also jointed. So I've, I've fished it. It'll, you can make it walk. You can. Oh, that's a chug. That's a uh, heed and chug bugger. Yeah, hula popper. Yep. Hula
3: popper. My dad yep, caught a catfish it. on one of those at Paint Creek once.
4: Well, you tell, you tell your dad all your
5: catfish stories. <laughs>
3: yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I caught mine on a jackhammer.
5: <laughs> tell it. Say you, you ever heard of this on uh, a chatter Bay. We catch them on the chatter Bay all the time.
3: I've caught them on spinner baits too.
4: Yeah,
5: <laughs> I think I've done that time or
3: two. Stupid Ned rig. Yep. Chatterbait.
4: Oh, I've caught kind of crank Ned bait. It's annoying
3: Ned rig. Yeah. Big Joshie. They love the Joshie. Um, I don't think I've done
4: it with the Whopper
5: Plopper yet, though. I haven't either. Uh,
4: the last thing I don't know if you guys throw it as much, but I will say I don't count it as a topwater bait, but I'll, mm-hmm. most of everyone else does, which is the wake bait. Um, I don't count as a top water because it it is subsurface. It's Like a,
3: it depends on how you head. fish it though. Because I know, so I have the witty, and I fish it and I've caught a few fish on it. Uh, if you hold that your rod tip just straight up in the air, it'll it'll be on the top of the water column. But if you hold exactly your rod but... tip a little bit more down, it goes, you know, zero to twelve inches. Yeah. Here's a cool
5: one for you. This came out of a lucky tackle box. It's called the Pivot Frog. So it looks like a normal frog here. It's got a weighted belly hook. Oh lord. And it's one uh one uh barb hook <sighs> here. And it helped it's supposed to help it walk better. Huh. Better walking action, but just one one on the back here instead of two. And it moves a little bit.
4: That's kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. How about that? Um yeah. But yeah, so this year, like I said, I don't really count it as a wake bait or as a top water. I know it is, but I have, I've caught that one trip. I think I caught six or seven on it and it was like five rock bass and then two smallmouth. Um, I mean, Hey, it's a fish and it was, I was getting all the bites, probably two to three inches underwater. And it was the same thing. Kind of like what you said. If you, you're not wrong. If if you throw this out there and you hold your rod tip straight up, it will stay on the top. It's annoying
3: to do though. (laughs)
4: exactly so i like typically when you're fishing a crankbait because you fish it just like a crankbait right you throw it retrieve it throw it retrieve it instead of going down like i do with a crankbait i keep it about halfway and instead of it diving real deep it'll only go it's subsurface like not even like one to three i'll find that happy medium to where here's straight up here's six inches here's three inches And I'll keep it right there, and it keeps it to where I can see it. And mostly why I like throwing the wake bait is because, A, I can power fish it. B, if the fish are wanting – or it's above the fish, so if they look up, they're going to see it and maybe strike on it. And C, I love to watch them hit it. I love to watch the bite, which is cool, which is, at the end of the day, with top water, it is super fun because you get to see the fish eat the bait. Like, there's a ton of action involved in it, a lot of stuff like that, so – That's my two cents on the wake bait.
3: Oh, I agree. Um, That witty, though, man, it looks so
4: good on top of the water. That is one thing I haven't got yet. I haven't got the witty. I see them every time I go to Fisherman's. I look at them. I say, oh, man, those look really good. And then I just don't buy them. I don't know why. Yeah. Dude, you should. They're they're worth it.
3: I Plus, witty's a cool guy. I, I like him, so I wouldn't support him, you know?
4: Oh no, for sure. Hey, uh, Justin's over here reorganizing his tackle room. Uh, yeah, just put, putting some of the the top waters away.
3: But uh, Michael teach he uses the Strike King uh, wake bait, I think. And he, yeah, he, the well, one he calls knocker. The, I think. Yeah, he calls it the alarm clock. Yeah. And everybody's like, "What's the alarm clock?" He's like, "Oh, it's my nickname I got. I gave to my wake bait,
4: dude." <laughs> And it's he throws. I mean, when you everything he posts is either the alarm clock, disco lemonade. It's. I mean, he's he's.
3: He has throwing... it dialed in, man.
4: Oh yeah. He was asking um,
5: me about the jackhammer the other day because he's never really used them before. I was dropping yeah, I some knowledge. You can call me I Justin Teach. Did, did Teach. you
3: say when it's muddy out? Uh, I didn't. I didn't mention that. Oh. no. He's going to go it, out there and throw it in clear water and not even catch anything. It <laughs> is a
5: brief lesson. You got to pay for the other lessons. Dirty <laughs> yeah. waters on those other
4: lessons.
3: <laughs> I don't get it though, because guys on the Susquehanna, they throw them all the time and they get hammered, but their fish are a
4: lot bigger there. I, I agree. But I also just think we've, you've only really throw Like if you, I know you, Brad, when you're throwing a bait, if you don't get bit after you're throwing it, you'll switch to either something confidence related you'll, and you threw the hammer in the muddy water and you got bit pretty quick. I got bit when I was throwing it. I just don't think I've given enough time to throwing it in cleaner water. And that is Because everywhere else of it.
5: To be throwing it in the dirty water, that's the most fun time to throw it. When you get yeah. the clear water, I, I switched over to the chatterbait you gave me a little while ago, Matt. It's a three-eighths. It's got some green
4: pumpkin and a little bit of white.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: I want to try the stealth blade when it clears
4: up. I've I've got a few of them. So it's we can that blade, them man. Right.
3: I just I think they can see that blade in clear water, and they just don't want it. Hmm. That's that's what I think.
4: We should try it out. I mean, I'm always up for it. I'll just tie one on. So screw it. Um, and anything else top water? If you want to touch something we haven't gone over?
5: Um, let's see here. I think we've covered everything that I own. I only own two. Two of the chugger, the last thing that I showed you guys, it's got like the spy bait looking thing on it. I think everything has been gone over for me. I I have some, uh, I guess we didn't cover soft plastic top water, but that's not very exciting.
3: Um, Well, the whole thing revolving around this episode was to share what the the lures that you like to use while fishing for smallmouth on the river oh yeah so we i think we, i think we hit it yeah so.
4: yeah i mean there's nothing else that i like to throw that i didn't talk about um at the end of the day i like throwing something i can power fish so buzz bait wake bait whopper popper i'm going to force myself to throw a popper and a spook i think once we hit fall two of the rods I bring, one will be a top uh, popper and one will be a spook. And I'm just going to yeah. force, but there's only two I'm going to throw.
3: So out of all the ones we talked about, what is the first one you grab before anything else? We
5: try a tri-wing micro buzz. It's perfect for small mouth. I believe.
3: What about you, Matt?
4: Wake bait. I throw a wake bait. Um, cause I can power fish it and move it around. Um, but if we're talking true topwater, because I just said I don't think it's true topwater, I'll throw a whopper plopper or a buzz bait just to. Yeah. It's topwater baits and they're easy and I can power fish them. So what about I'm on you? the plopper
3: train too, even though I haven't really thrown it that much. last chopper train. Not so, the
4: Chapo train.
3: No, nah, well, the Chapo falls in there too. It's just as good. So same bait. I caught one on the 105. The, hold on. I caught one on the Chapo when we went out. Few weeks ago, yeah. I don't. I forget what size it was one fifteen or something.
5: I don't know. Yeah, I'm ready for some top water now. Yeah, yeah.
4: I'm I'm ready for it to hit because it's it's such a fun time to fish. You're not really having to sit there, and you're getting like I said at the end of the day. Why everyone loves top water fishing is because you see the fish below the surface. You get. I mean, it's a ton of action. So, is it yeah, a rush? I think it is a rush. It's the it's 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 the biggest rush in fishing, in my opinion, compared to any other bite. Because you're throwing the jerk bait when it gets colder water, and you're it's really it's more like you're finessing a hard bait. Um, with crankbaits, it can be nice, but you know it's unless they destroy it. Chatterbaits, baits like jackhammers when they hit it really hard and about rip the rod out of your hand. That's a rush. But with top water, if if you're every time you cast it that bait could get blown up on. So it's, it's pretty, in, I, I'm a fan. You just keep that there permanently.
5: It's Good luck. Yeah.
4: Uh, and you always have a spare.
5: I think my top five baits for the fall time are going to be some, some, some sort of top water, a finesse jig, a crank bait, chatter bait, and, I was just I would just a finesse swim bait.
4: Five or six that are going to be tied up to use nonstop. Definitely the finesse bait. I need to get back to is the swim, finesse swim bait. I haven't thrown a Josh in like two months.
6: That's, That's blasphemous,
3: dude. You should always have it I Now's know.
5: I've using it more than ever. It, 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 if, none, you don't throw,
3: if you don't throw a Josh yet, at least throw a Kytec on an eighth-ounce jig head or something. Oh yeah, kind
4: oh, really? like yeah, definitely
3: just some sort of swim bait. Some
4: swim bait, yeah. yeah I've got a ton of little spark shads. And uh, that, throw it
3: on a jig head, dude. Yeah,
4: that's what I'm believe me, that's what's got but I have a ton of joshies too, and believe me, I'm a fan of the Joshies. So
1: apparently not I've got fun. I
4: just haven't been throwing it because I've been on a jig bite, and every time I go out, I'm getting bit on jigs and shaky heads. That's new for me this well, year, which is we awesome. haven't really been fishing
3: riffles like crazy either this year, Cause just because the rivers like our conditions, like I said earlier. So,
5: yeah. So, I don't know. Might might be firing up now though after yesterday's outing. Time yeah. t- as soon as that river comes down a little bit, it's time to be out there and fish as much as possible through September and into October. Especially for me, since I'll be kind of November. busy the first part of October.
3: Last I'll November be- was good too. Yeah.
4: Okay, you're getting married. Uh, I know. Have you even thrown... Well, don't sound too excited about it. I have to throw all this stuff away. I only got <laughs> no, to use it. Uh, you can just give it to me. It's fine. Don't throw it away. Uh, have you even used my wedding gift yet? Not yet. Because
5: I see that as more of a springtime. Mm-hmm. Um, no, seriously. I got it right here. <laughs> it's right here.
4: Best wedding gift ever. I know. I I, I just, I wish somebody would have gave, like, we got a lot of good stuff, uh, but half of it is sitting behind me, never been used what? in so, a box still. And you're
5: blaming me for not using this yet.
4: I kind of, yeah, you should be using it. <laughs> I would have, like, the second you gave it to me, I would have been like, yeah, dude, I'm using this today.
5: No, I have plans for it. I actually just need to acquire some more. I have a couple big baits over there, but I really only have, like, two. Um, I have plans to acquire a few more things, but I really see it as like springtime getting out there, using the hell out of it. Um, But I could see fall time being successful too. So maybe I'll rig that thing up and, and get my first use out of it for this fall. But mainly um, at least from what I hear, it's, it's a, if you want to fish big old hard seven, eight inch um, swim baits uh, springtime's time to do it. But of course I'm, Still pretty new
4: to it, so yeah. I'm about to say, I mean, I'm new to throwing on the river, but Nick, uh, who was on our show for those, that yeah, I've seen that episode like five or six times trying to, yeah,
5: <laughs> figure out what I was going to buy or you know, what am I going to end up with because I'll probably end up with more than one swim bait rod, probably two, but
4: yeah, I mean, I've got two and they do different things for heavier baits and lighter baits. I am going to be throwing the uh the uh, working class zero citizen the six inch a lot this fall so but Brad do you have any closing thoughts
3: I wish he would stop being so dang loud
4: Justin I was about to say you just had like a stroke
5: no I got I got this one my tackle wall is actually right over this way
4: I got that one the Arashi, yeah, can't go wrong with that. Pick that one up as like a start, and that one. S-Waver, can't go wrong with it. i got three of those in the truck waiting to get tied on.
5: So, yeah, I think this one, I don't think I'll have too much of a problem catching something on. That's a good color, and the bait's not much bigger than the stuff that we're using now. But mm-hmm. it's just like a six, inch, six inches, six and three-quarter. So just yeah. a little bit bigger than a chatterbait. This is going to be the challenge but I kind of want to start that. It's a part of my fishing game that I want to take on, you know, I've done this and done that. And it's still fun, but it's cool to like, like I said, every once in a while, I like to bring in new things and just kind of casually try them out. So
3: you guys need to go out to the East river and you guys need to chuck those all. Yeah, that's a good there. idea.
5: I might do that. There's so I'm many spots the... you
3: can draw them out of through there. It's good. It's going to work there. I guarantee it.
5: This is like I another, did. this is like a new level of patience, though, even for me.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's
3: well, you saw Dylan Rupp's post that he made yesterday.
5: I saw that. Yeah.
3: He caught some I, big ones. I thought that was yeah. kind of
5: like a wake bait thing that he was using.
3: It might have been, but they were, huge, the they were huge,
4: whatever they were. But aren't most of these stay like a, a foot underneath the water? Uh, it depends. Mm-hmm. If you get the sinking one, obviously that'll sink down and that it sinks pretty quick. And then if you get the suspending one, it'll pretty much go down to two or three feet however fast you're looking at okay it creates a longer
5: glide while giving angular increased control with swimming depth okay
4: yeah so you can with the slow sink you can really control it um i've got three fast sinks for the lake up north um that and i also need to get
5: some kind of lure retriever because i feel like i'm gonna get snagged up
4: yeah i i have one there what are you doing
5: it's time to go
4: yeah, he's. he's that this us, is another uh, episode for some other time. It will be after we after we catch some on them. But everyone, thanks for listening. If You've stayed with us this long. Um, I really think top water is going to start kicking here soon. I really think that uh, it is. It already is. Look, it's already. It's already. The hat's already munching, which is a good sign. Look at that. It's just. It's right on the lip. It's right where you it's want. Up.
5: To. Oh, he's spitting up shad on my computer. Yeah, he's seizing. He's seizing. <laughs>
4: Jeez but all right guys i've got nothing else brad you got anything no uh justin brad myself our links are all be down in the description below um feel free to come by look at some of the stuff we're doing and thanks for coming
1: see ya thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and finn be sure to drop a five star rating a thumbs up or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in uh be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You can support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash
0: Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.